0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Payne.TV slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Yes, folks, they ushered in this new form of government. This social mechanism, without firing a shot, without any of you casting a ballot, the system was brought in, the new science of managing this country, it was all brought in without you ever realizing it, folks. You never had to vote for it. They don't need your consent. You are being managed by this system, whether you realize it or not. I'm telling you, your Fitbit, your smartwatch, Your Amazon Ring cameras, your Google Nest, your smart meters, everything else, folks, that's all part of the system. You gladly accepted it. You had no idea, folks. Sleight of hand, David Copperfield, ladies and gentlemen, David Copperfield. All right, let's continue and uh, finish up this correspondence here. It says, uh, Technocracy, Inc. has seen the need for designing the operating system in any social mechanism of tomorrow when the total number of energy-consuming devices compels the reorientation of the entire operating factors of a continent-wide social system. And, and again, he's answering the question as to whether or not The uh, technocrats are going to have to fire bullets to get people into this system. Well, they have to use force. Scott says to merely uh, expropriate the exploiting and owning classes is merely a change of legal title and one in this technological age of unimportance and futility. There is nothing, whether it is railroads, transportation, highways, power transmission, continental hydrology, pollution, soil erosion, sewage, machines for living, There is not a single design proposition today that would have validity tomorrow. There is no sense taking over the ownership of such obsolescence. You would be compelled to operate the obsolescent antiquity under the same losses, the same headaches, and same defeats as they do today. What does that say to you, folks? What did you just pick up there? He is saying, why the hell would we... These scientists and engineers and technologists, why would we want to run for office to be voted in to take over a rotting, decaying, dying system? Why would we want that? He says, there is no sense taking over the ownership of such obsolescence. You would be compelled to operate the obsolescent antiquity under the same losses, the same headaches, and the same defeats as they do today. So he's saying all you do is you take over the same rotting, decaying, dying system. So instead, we're going to build a science around an entirely new system. And then you're going to see, we're going to just usher that system in without anyone ever knowing it. It says, it is only when the load factors of operations and complete design are altered according to energy factors that a resultant comes about which would be beyond the dreams of all social philosophers. One wherein the planned operation of the whole is many times greater than the sum of its parts. And that's very important to understand. The planned operation of the whole. And everything we've showed you so far is about a planned society. Everything is planned. Everything is controlled. I was talking to Wide Awake Jim about this yesterday with the idea I have about creating... um, taking, say, a half a million or one million acres and then building, I don't want to give it all away because we're going to do a show on it, but basically creating an entire homestead with all these houses that are built around organic farms, sustainable farms. The difference with that, folks, is that, one, it wouldn't be like David Koresh where you have one guy who plays God or whatever and he owns the whole thing and everybody works for him. That's what this system is. The system that the technocracy offers is is just that because they are the gods the system is the god the system controls you have no rights you have no individuality you own no property you just live inside the system, you serve the system, and eventually you're gonna be weeded out of the system because starting on day one, they already decided that you could never put enough value back into the system for the energy that you take out of the system. So you're already a net negative on the system. So this operates under the idea that the system is created to run To provide goods and services to a bunch of useless idiots who just take from the system. How long do you think that lasts if it's in place? Well, you're seeing it today. They want to engineer you, genocide you out of existence because you don't serve the system and the system is tired of serving you. All right? And that's what that says right there. So what we're talking about is building a breakaway civilization, but everyone owns a piece of that, okay? It still operates on the principles of a constitutional republic, although it's based on a sustainability model so that we don't have to operate within their system. We don't have to rely on Amazon, and we don't have to go to their grocery stores, all right? But ours is based on individualism, on liberty, on freedom, on human autonomy, on prosperity, on hopefully practicing this idea of being able to thrive and not just survive, raising up kids within our system to want to better themselves, to want to succeed, you know, not just to sit there and be some communist drone who's equal to everyone else because the system says so and you only get the same share of uh, energy certificates as some guy who puts no work into the system you put all this work into the system but you guys are equal all right let's go on here technocracy not being a political party or a conspiratorial body uh, a, a cons a uh, conspiratorial body has never had any intention or any wish to assume power political power that is in this price system so they don't want power within the scarcity system the price system we covered the price system the other day We have never had and never will have any theory of assumption of political power. After all, the consulting engineers that design the great suspension bridges or any other work do not make the working drawings, nor do they fabricate any of the materials. The design materials are fabricated by different organizations or erecting companies who erect the structure. But the orders today are given by the fiat power and economic power of the political state and its dominant interests. Technocracy has proposed the design of almost every component of a large-scale social system. True, it would require a technological orchestration of all physical operating factors, but a technological socialization is far more reaching, more drastic, and more pervasive than anything that Marx or any socialist ever thought of. All right, so what he's saying, let's just break this down. Technocracy has proposed the design of almost every component of a large-scale social system system so what he's already saying is what i explained earlier is that the scientists engineers and technologists created the industrial boom they're the ones who've already designed this system right and so i'm going to get to this in a second because i'm figuring this out on the fly it's all clicking in my head right now uh, bells are going off. Ding, 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 ding. So it says true, it would require a technological orchestration of all physical operating factors, but a technological socialization is far more reaching, more drastic, and more pervasive than anything that Marx or any socialist ever thought of. All right. So what he's referring to here is that the concept, the ideology behind technocracy, the social engineering of society, the social mechanism, this is a school of thought, this is the science. Bringing the scientists, the engineers, the architects, and others together to study under this, under the study guide, and then be able to build this system when they are in positions of, let's say, bureaucracy, that the solutions they provide will always be working towards the idea of developing this technique. So they don't need to be elected to office. They don't need to run on this idea as a political solution, they just need to actually build the system, sort of operating underground. It's, it's actually very, very genius. They're actually changing the culture. And then what they do is they socially engineer society into the system. They corral them into the technate. But the scientists and engineers will be a culture that actually build this without anyone realizing that it's actually happening. It goes on to say, so as you continue in your study of technocracy, you will find that it is incorrect to view us as being in any way analogous to any party or political philosophy or to any agitators of social change for any reason whatsoever we have never advocated social change. We have pointed out the factors that would create it and have come pretty close to predicting its arrival, but that is an entirely different thing than advocating social change per se, for social change's sake. You will find it extremely difficult to change from sociologic and economic thinking to one of technocracy. It is well to realize here and now that technocracy, like science, has no truth. Truth is a philosophic absolute, while in technocracy all things are relative. We are concerned with the consumption and control of energy and the energy-consuming devices and the resultant production and consumption which are measurable and have nothing whatsoever to do with truth or philosophic values. You will find all the values that you and any other person have acquired regarding culture, art, and the humanities may be interesting to talk about, but have little use in designing any comprehensive system of tomorrow that can be controlled. We are not talking now of police control. We are talking of technological control, nor do we mean regulation. Regulation, of course, comes in after the origination, after something is started, but control comes in at the beginning or origination. Folks, mind-blowing, mind-blowing. Do you get this? We have hit the mother load, folks. This is fascinating, fascinating. And I got to be honest with you, the first time I actually read this document was last night. Uh, I was laying in bed at 2 o'clock in the morning, taking notes, putting together these two shows for today, and that's when I said, I've got to read this all in order, and I haven't even gotten to the big part yet, but let me just recap that. You will find it extremely difficult to change from sociologic and economic thinking to one of technocracy. It is well to realize here and now that technocracy, like science, has no truth. Truth is a philosophic absolute, while in technocracy, all things are relative. We are concerned with the consumption and control of energy and the energy-consuming devices and the resultant production and consumption, which are all measurable and have nothing whatsoever to do with truth or philosophic values. They want to be in control of the energy and the energy-consuming devices, all right? And then the resultant production and consumption. So they want to be in charge of the energy, the devices that consume energy, and the production, and the consumption. So the whole entire system, right? You will find that all the values that you and any other person have acquired regarding culture, art, and the humanities may be interesting to talk about, but have little use in designing any comprehensive system of tomorrow that can be controlled. So he's saying, I told you this, creativity, right? Culture, art, humanities, they have no value inside this system. They are actually wasted energy. He's talking about a system of tomorrow that can be controlled. All right, we are not talking now of police control. We're talking of technological control and this is what I explained to you they don't need the police they don't need the guns what are they replacing police with? facial recognition. How is the punishment going to be handed down? They don't need a court system they just dock you CBDC carbon credit energy certificate tokens they take away your universal basic income they take away your social security they take away your entitlements, your welfare whatever else you're getting from the government that's how they control you So the technology becomes the police. And that's why he's saying they're also not into regulation, right? After something is started, you would put in regulation, but control comes at the beginning or the origination. So he's talking about how they are going to have control from the very beginning. But they don't need to collapse the current society to usher this in, folks. They've been slowly ushering it in. Now we have to do research into how the STEM graduates that we have today, the scientists and engineers, are all working under this system. They may not know it or not uh, know it. They may not know exactly what they're doing, but they've been schooled in this thought, in this school of thought. And so they are developing the prison planet, the technocracy all around us. And then what happens through government is we're instituting the prison planet technology through all the programs we talk about here, DARPA and everything else. And so the system is here and they didn't need politicians to run on technocracy. Technocracy is an ideology. Technology has taken a life of its own and will eventually take your life, folks. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Folks, I have to say, in all honesty, I was not even prepared. Uh, I read this last night. Again, I've been putting this together, and I was not prepared to make this Uh, finding today. I don't know if anyone else has done this. I would say this is probably the most important show we've done so far. Was it the most entertaining? I don't know. I didn't put all the voices in there. Um, I kind of stumbled around a couple of times. I'm not really going to over-edit this episode, but I think we just figured this out. And as soon as I get done recording, I'm going to call up Maria and Jim, uh, Wide Awake Jim and Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine Podcast on Fridays, and let them know um what we figured out here today folks because we have technocracy that's basically this school of thought Right, which indoctrinated all the scientists and engineers into everything they're developing is actually helping build the technocracy. And then you have the social engineering, which is going to be uh, how they usher people into it. Those are all the adoption campaigns I talk about, and I'm going to cover that quickly. So I'm going to get through the rest of this correspondence fast and then get over to this other article because I don't want to start with it on the next episode. I'd rather put it in here for you. Uh, and try to wrap this thing up so you understand the social engineering aspect of how they ushered us into the technocracy without ever firing a shot and without ever having to uh, force us to cast a ballot for this whole thing, folks. I don't know if anyone's gotten here yet, but this is, I'm telling you, I'm mind-blown. And you know what it's reminding me of? Because Maria Albanese asked me yesterday who the hell is behind Howard Scott. He's like, she said, Dustin, you studied Saul Alinsky for years, watched all the documentaries, read the books, read books on him, and you were always mesmerized. And trying to figure out, mesmerized by Alinsky and trying to figure out who was behind him. Howard Scott is sort of like this Alinsky of the technocracy where Alinsky was the uh, guy in charge of community organizing. Well, if you listen to what we just read and compare this to some of the stuff that Alinsky talked about, it's like these two guys came out of the same school of thought as well. All right, let's continue. It says, the subjective entities of personal living are undoubtedly better in the United States of 1964 than they were in many parts of the world, and of course, much better than they were 64 years ago. It is always interesting to be able to engage in interminable discussions regarding this, but the problems that the United States faces have been cumulative and are no longer soluble by the considered opinion of consciousness, right-wing thinking people by conscious right-wing thinking people. The considerations of yesterday regarding the conduct of human affairs dealt with, primarily the regulation or coercion of the behavior of human beings so as to promote a stable society of their time. You understand what he's talking about there. Basically, morals, values, principles, civility, and such, either through religion or through law and order type campaigns. Uh, He's talking about coercing or corralling people into a system now this is the issue with what he's talking about his system is the same i mean you always have to force people into some sort of a system Uh, i mean based on any system mass government system huge government big government system we've lived under in the last let's say few centuries but That's what he's talking about there. He doesn't need to do that with his system. Well, why? One, the system is going to be built by the scientists and engineers who are schooled in this thought. And two, they're going to socially engineer people into the system. So they are being coerced into the system. They just don't realize it. It's like the people we read about that uh, were unwittingly tested on with MK ultra psychedelic drugs by Sidney Gottlieb. They signed up thinking they were part of an experiment to cure Parkinson's, and the next thing you know, they're being drugged with LSD. And so that's what he's doing. They're tricking people into the system. They're changing human behavior with the system. It says, therefore, all social systems of the past have been governments of men or over men, of laws, not physical laws either, not physical laws, legal for preferred exploitation of human beings and the national resources of their area. Let's read that again. That's important. Therefore, all social systems of the past have been governments of men over men, of laws for preferred exploitation of human beings and the natural resources of their area. Well, what is the difference with his system, right? Because this involves them taking all the natural resources. They've already deemed men as human engines who are inefficient, and you can't ever Put back into the system what you're taking out of the system. And you're going to work for the system. And he said throughout his entire career, this again is 1965, five years before he died, that he doesn't really value the human at all. The human doesn't have a choice. They're just going to be in this system. And things like art and culture don't matter within the system. So everything that humans stand for, outside of just being a machine, an animal, a machine inside of this system, a hackable animal basically uh, doesn't matter to this guy with the technological application of physical science involving ever-increasing energy consuming devices and technological equipment the system of tomorrow will be a system of operation and control of energy and things folks system of operation and control of energy and things All right, this is what Starlink, Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies, Metaverse, Industrial Metaverse, all the stuff we covered here, that's what this is, folks. They are building the technocracy. Now, I don't know if the people in charge, all these CEOs and stuff, have read and studied these documents or some way along the line through professors, through the universities they went through, through School of Thought in Silicon Valley that totally is infiltrated, if not created by, you know, the intelligence apparatus here in the United States. At some point, these people got on board with all this. But now it's World Economic Forum, who is engineering the leaders of the world today, the heads of state, politicians, bureaucrats, CEOs, bankers, etc into the system. It continues. It's taken on a life of its own now. It says, wherein decisions will have to be rendered as the closest approximation of the next most profitable energy state made at the speed of energy transmission and not awaiting the deliberation of one good man and true or a thousand. Their deliberations would take too long and the mechanism would be out of control. This is being ironically brought home every day in the corporate world of the present, especially those that install the latest computers. Computers can solve practically all of the problems of the corporate entity, except the most urgent one, that of finding someone who can ask the computer an intelligent question that involves direction and design. Very, very important because this is Howard Scott in 1965, folks. He says right there, computers can solve practically all of the problems of the corporate entity, except the most urgent one, that of finding someone who can ask the computer an intelligent question that involves direction and design. So they can't find an intelligent person to do that, right? And if they could, that person would be expending a hell of a lot less energy than someone who's sweeping the floors behind him, as we noted earlier. But this is where the idea of artificial intelligence, super artificial intelligence, stems from. To develop the intelligence to ask the computer the right questions, all about how to manage an entire world a planet full of people now 7.6 using technology as the medium of social control the social mechanism the system the state the matrix that is exactly what these folks were advocating for ladies and gentlemen this is it 1965 howard scott says this right Now, he knows a lot about computers because technocracy started in Columbia University, and it looks like they shared space with IBM. Eventually, IBM Watson computers were developed there back in the, uh, I think, going into the 60s. No, actually, I'm sorry, that would have been 40s, 50s. But their offices go back to the 1920s inside of Columbia University, and that's where technocracy was first doing all of their work. Folks, what I'm going to do now is I am going to uh, end this. We're going to pick up the next episode, 84, which is going to drop tonight at midnight. And 84 is going to start off with showing you this interview I have from Howard Scott, where he talks about how they will corral people into the system, how the social engineering aspect of this works. Remember, we're going back over here now to the document, uh, the Technocracy magazine. It says, Technocracy is the science of social engineering, the scientific operation of the entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services to the entire population of this continent. It's the science of social engineering. They're engineering the scientists and engineers into the school of thought of technocracy and engineering the public into walking right on to the cattle car called the Technate. This is how it works, folks. We're dissecting all of this for you. When we get back, episode 84, I will break this down and show you exactly how they social engineer us through the very products and the very systems that they create, that they design, that they deploy Through people like Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, and the rest of these technocratic transhumanist madmen. And then we're going to go into the history of the technocracy. Before we start to unfold, more from Howard Scott in the next couple of days, I'm going to show you how the transportation system works under technocracy. I'm going to tie that into what's coming out of the World Economic Forum and out of Klaus Schwab's books. We're going to put all that together. We're going to bring in some eugenics. We're going to go back to transhumanism. We're going to bring that into the conversation and show you how eugenics turned into transhumanism and how all this system fits in together, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to have the clearest picture of what it is you're living under and what it's going to look like 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now so that you can start to help figure out how to navigate your kids and grandkids through the technique. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Thank you for listening. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control order to change a human being. you listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.